Welcome to Hale Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hale Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. Great to have you in on a Friday. It's Hale Varsity Radio presented by the Nebraska Lottery. I am a smiling man. I am on the deck here at Wilderness Ridge. It is happy hour with Hale Varsity. Mike Shuhart, Shuey, our Wednesday partner, is sitting six feet away from me next to me here on the deck. We invite you out. Happy hour with Hale Varsity. We've done this for, I think, three or four years in a row. End of August, right before the season starts, and uh, we want to see you out here. Great food and drink specials. Scotty, the bartender, has a new uh, whiskey sour he needs you Yummy. to try. Shuey, it is awesome to see you. You brought yeah, a tent. I did. Otherwise, I'd, I'd be tanning, <laughs> and I don't need to tan today. What's up, man? Things are good, man. It is a little in the hot seat right here, but that's good. Hey, it, we'll, we'll sweat it out of us. And you want to talk about sweating. Uh, paging a Big Ten presidents and uh, chancellors, paging Commissioner Warren. <laughs> Man, it just, this is, you couldn't write this. This is a Netflix special like Ozark or House of Cards or pick a, pick a crazy twist ending. Exactly. Right? And that's what you're getting here with the Big Ten and, and, uh, and uh, fall football. If you're, if you're not uh, familiar let us reset what's been tweeted about, written about, and talked about since about 10.30 this morning. Bruce Feldman, Dennis Dodd, of course, our friends from Hale Varsity reporting the, uh, the fact that the Big Ten may be reconsidering their fall football plans. <laughs> all it took was a lawsuit from the Husker That's eight. all it took. That's right. Nebraska, the first man through the door uh, again, and uh, voila. So... I don't know that you had a, a, a coach's conference call. Maybe that happened today. But as far as yesterday goes, I think there's probably some communication with the uh, the uh, competition committee. Bill Moose is on that. Scott Frost is on that. There's other folks. Barry Alvarez is on that. Let's lay this out before we talk a little bit about uh, why the Big Ten may be backtracking why the Big Ten may be just in fact thinking about fall football do you like November Thanksgiving football I do it was Nebraska Oklahoma or Nebraska oh, Colorado yeah. I don't know oh. that I like starting the season then I know it's pushed up from January but if, if we're gonna if we're gonna negotiate or oh whoops uh, let's, let's maybe inch this season up let's talk October let's get a let's get a season in still that would be better you know, if we start as long as we're reconsidering early. things, exactly. So, you know, anything is better than nothing, that's for sure. Right, but best case scenario would be why don't you get started in October? Not as disruptive as it has been, and you kind of have a little more normalcy of, of your season. Um, but at the same time, give me. Give me any football. <laughs> any football is good football. You, you have some comments out uh, 
Dennis Dodd uh, saying that, you know what, this is something that could happen. This is my thought. And uh, coming up on the show, Derek Peterson from Hale Varsity will join us. We will spend plenty of time talking about A.J. Rollins, the standout talent from Creighton Prep. Ding, 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 another Nebraska tight end. Uh, is in and uh, another uh, Metro prospect. So we'll have some thoughts on A.J. Rollins. Dr. Petey will check in. Derek Peterson with that. Bill Dolman, the pride of Fairbury, will join us in one hour. Parker Gabriel going to be with us at 525. And uh, Clausburn. Oh boy. Uh, Clausburn will be with us at 540. He is excited as all get out about the possibility of a, uh, a different fall football, not having to wait till January. Can join us today at 466-3776-466-3776-800-825-5865. Numbers to get in can email Chris at HaleVarsity.com at Schmidt underscore radio is uh, where you can find me on Twitter. And uh, when it comes to Shuey, go uh, at Mike Shuhart. That's where you find Shuey on Twitter. So back to football, back to these, uh, well, there's some things under consideration. I want to see an October 3rd start date. I want to see uh, an eight-game schedule. I want to see a Big Ten championship. And then I want to see the Ohio State Buckeyes likely with a chance to be in the college football playoff. If you start October 3rd, not Black Friday, not Saturday after Turkey Day, listen, you can still get a season in. You can still get a bye week squeezed in there. You can still get a Big Ten championship, and you can still get Ohio State likely uh, the number two team in the uh, the country per the Associated Press poll, despite the fact that, you know, a week ago that there was no revisitation about a football schedule in the fall for the Big Ten. I think you need to, uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna wobble or cave, let's just cave all the way. And if you're uh, the Big Ten, what's what's no what's November do? It, it, so you're you're giving a little bit. How can you tell me it's okay to look at November now? And I can tell you that maybe uh, the FDA and the rapid testing that 750 million dollars of federal money approved and 150 million different vials of testing. Is, is a reality. Yeah. That kind of came down last night. So that's good uh, where you can do a, a, a test and uh, it, 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 you'll get a result in 15 minutes. Exactly. So that, that's awesome. I think the reality is this. The Big Ten put money down that the SEC and the ACC were going to cave. I agree. That has not happened. They've seen North Carolina double down, another prestigious <laughs> academic institution, along with Notre Dame, two, two very highly touted uh, schools that have great athletic departments and programs, and yes, they they are highly esteemed academic institutions. They are forging forward. I think they've shifted a little bit, and this is good. Uh, at least this is good discussion. How much of this is related to the lawsuit? Is this backlash from the petition? Is this backlash from the Husker Eight? Is this backlash with the rest of the Power Five schools? The three others are still forging forward. I say yes to all of it. And uh, at least you, you got some pressure on Commissioner Warren. But don't kid yourself. And we'll hear uh, some, some thoughts from Vince Powers from our conversation yesterday on the lawsuit for Nebraska. Don't kid yourself. This, this slapped some of the chancellors and presidents 
not uh, named Nebraska directly in the chops after this thing was not dismissed. They're in danger. They're yeah. scared. They do not want to divulge private information at all. That's exactly right. I mean, that, that put them in a position where it's like, uh-oh. I mean, it's like, did, did they follow proper protocol? No. No. No way. No, not at all. So it's like now, it's like, what do we do? They're in scramble mode to be able to kind of save face a little bit and mm-hmm. not have a lot of the stuff to come out that, that really happened, which was probably not uh, correct in how they did it, you know, following procedure, what was supposed to happen. And I, and you're exactly right, in my opinion. I think they they were anticipating all these other conferences were never really going to play. They were going to try to, try to, mm-hmm. but it was never going to happen. And the other conferences kept fighting forward, and it looks like now it, it is they are going to play. I'm interested too to one to to know if there's some back channeling going on with the Big Ten if they can get an agreement with some of the other Power Five, even though the Big Ten thought they were bigger and badder than everybody else. Okay, and we're going to make our own rules. We're going to make our own statement. We're going to go to a a ten game league schedule. We're going to be the first to, to opt out of football in the name of safety and health. All these things that the Big Ten kind of surprised the rest of the college football world, specifically the SEC, and and came out with this bombshell uh, with uh, the fact that they were going to postpone the season. That is, you can't really go back to the rest of the Power Five or your friends at the Pac-12 who you jumped and you knew they were going to cancel, but you wanted to you wanted to be first in sure. the pool. Sure. So Big Ten's on an island here. But I wonder if there's not some back-channeling going on. You've got massive amounts of COVID on college campuses. You have uh, some offensive line units when you look at LSU and Oklahoma where there have been infections that, yeah. that has delayed some practices. And that, that's going to happen. It's inevitable. So, right. How so are, are you going to do something where everybody gets on the same page? And, you, and you, you delay the start a little bit more. Maybe it's uh, October 3rd. Maybe it's the middle of October. Maybe it's Thanksgiving. I think the, the TV partners probably had something to say about you want to start January 1st, no one's going to watch, dude. Uh, so you've got a lot of backtracking going on with uh, the Big Ten. Let's hear a little bit from Vince Powers, uh, Powers Law. Vince was with us yesterday on the show, and he had some, uh, some insight and analysis here on just went down with the Husker 8, what went down with the Husker 8, and just how serious it is for the Big Ten. Elijah Herbal and his mustache is back at the station. Uh, he is in the air conditioning. That's all right. We're out here on the deck at Wilderness Ridge. Hail Varsity and happy hour out here at Wilderness Ridge. Want to see you out here. We're here till 6. Let's run cut one here, Elijah, when it comes to, to Vince, this lawsuit, and the Big Ten. I think it's, it's a uh, serious lawsuit. It's being brought by serious lawyers. Uh, you can see the Big Ten has brought in a you know, lawyer from a giant law firm, former U.S. attorney for the state of Minnesota. And if you recall what we talked about last Friday, I said one of the ways you can determine if a party is in good faith or not is their reaction to a simple request. And if you see the comments, and these are Twitter comments, mm-hmm. but I, I expect the reporters had it right, that the Big Ten attorney... Uh, talked about not turning over documents because they didn't want people rummaging through their files. And, you know, it's like, whoa. All the, the first thing they said is, just tell us 
why you made the decision and whether there was a vote or not. And in their lawsuit, they say, hey, Michigan State president said there wasn't a vote. University of Minnesota said there wasn't a vote. I mean, this whole thing, they could have just simply said to the judge on the Zoom conference today, hey, we'll, we'll get everything over to uh, the lawyers tomorrow morning. But instead, they're making kind of these statements that, that, that make you realize there's something going on wrong with what the Big Ten did. That is Vince Powers, his thoughts. This is the uh, lawsuit from the Husker 8. Mike Flood leading the way on that. More from Vince from our conversation yesterday. And this would be pretty cool. There's a lot of things you want to see as a Nebraska fan. You want to see Nebraska at Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. You want to see uh, a half a hundred put up on Texas by halftime <laughs> at some point in the near future. You'd love to see Nebraska get to a New Year's Day Bowl. You want to see Nebraska back in the uh, the Big Ten Championship game. You want to see Scott Frost hold up a national championship trophy. Well, I want to see Scott Frost get to nine or ten wins, and I think that'll happen. But there's a lot of there, – there's a pecking order. Where would you put – Commissioner Warren under oath in the Nebraska courtroom. Here's Vince Powers. The Big Ten, I mean, for the Huskers that have filed the lawsuit, they drew a very good judge. Judge Susan Strong, she's just an excellent judge. And I don't think she has any interest in football. I don't, not that I know of. I've never mm-hmm. talked to her about football. But she's, uh, she's an excellent judge for this. And what the plaintiffs have asked for is expedited discovery, meaning Normally, you file a lawsuit, they have 30 days to answer, then you can start your discovery. And what the, what the plaintiff's lawyers, that is, the player's attorneys want to do is do it in five days. Which And the judge gave the Big Ten till Monday to respond and say, tell me why not. If the judge allows discovery, this Big Ten commissioner is going to be under oath. More from Vince. And uh, when it comes to the players and their right to sue. And they're also, I said, well, just because they disagree with our decision, people can't sue. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that's not the way the world works. <laughs> if somebody makes a decision, and as these players are saying, they are third-party beneficiaries to the contracts that are involved here, and a third-party beneficiary means uh, you and I have a contract, Chris, mm-hmm. okay? But a beneficiary of that contract might be your neighbor for some reason. So that person has, has certain rights to sue, and they're saying... Although we didn't sign any of these contracts, we as players are being deprived of the benefits. And, and throughout the lawsuit, there's a simple message going, show us the documents, tell us what you did, what was the vote? That's a big question. The Big Ten clearly does not want to divulge that vote. The Big Ten wants to make sure that their documents are kept private. Real quick, last thought here from Vince when it comes to the open records law. And 13 of the 14 Big Ten universities are public. The Big Ten says, hey, we don't have, no one's got jurisdiction over us. We're the Big Ten, baby. Well, that's not the case. Wrong. They've uh, they've got to respond Monday by 5. And uh, we'll see how much further this goes. But this is part of a bigger puzzle. This is a big puzzle piece, quite honestly. And you've had reaction and response by the Big Ten because the chancellors and, and presidents are like, now we're getting sued? It's gone from bad to worse for Commissioner Warren. Last thought here from Vince. Look, I've, I have used open, Nebraska open records law in, in, in my practice. It's fairly routine. I've gotten things from the governor's office, from 
politicians, from agencies. You just ask for it, and, and, and it's just part of the law. It's part of the fabric of our open society. And for the Big Ten, which profits immensely by not having to pay taxes, and part of that profit goes to pay Big Ten commissioners lots of money. They, it's kind of weak for them to say, oh, uh, we don't have to turn over our, anything. Vince Powers, good stuff from Vince yesterday on that. So let's get back to this walk back by the Big Ten commissioner, by the discussion point of November Thanksgiving football potentially in the Big Ten. Are you down with it? Do you like it better than January? Yes is the answer. But why not push for what we all really want, and that is football in October or before. Or before. No question. What about about weather? If you keep pushing it back, some of these venues you're going to play at, the weather's not going to be the greatest. No, it won't. We'll pick that up. Derek Peterson's coming up. Come see us here at Wilderness Ridge out on the deck. It's Hale Varsity presented by the Nebraska Lottery. And we're back. Fellas, you think we could listen to the radio? On Hale Varsity Radio, presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Yes! That's awesome! Happy hour. We're out here with uh, Hale Varsity, and we're at Wilderness Ridge today, 4 to 6. Come see us. Some great food and drink specials. Uh, Kim is here, and, of course, uh, you got Stephen Lincoln that just let us know that, you know, Nebraska's got, with this lawsuit, the first time, Nebraska's got an opportunity for the first time in 23 years to have an undefeated season. Oh, yeah. Yeah? I like it. I mean, I love I love <laughs> where his head is at there. Parker Gabriel's coming up here. Bill Dolman, the pride of Fairbury, he is out in Denver. Uh, we say hi to Dr. Petey. Derek Peterson, phenomenal writer with AleVarsity.com and Magazine. Dr. Petey, uh, did you minor in law down at Oklahoma? Uh, I'm having a hard time hearing you, Chris. I got, sounds like a, another radio phenomenal. show is playing right now in my ear. Okay. One, you got a different show playing. Okay. Elijah, how about you take the velvet hammer back at the station? Yeah, working on it, working on it. Yeah. The velvet hammer. It's called I, a sledgehammer. I know. Here's the problem, though. I use those every now and then. You got it. <laughs> you have to. Shuey, that's why you, you have, like, I know you can only have, like, what, 14 clubs in your bag? You can. That's what you're supposed to only have. Right. But you might have three putters, and you like to see if two of them can swim. <laughs> Some of, them, some of them get a broken leg. Some, <laughs> some of them can't swim. Uh, any better, Elijah? Derek, is this any better, bud? No, he can't. Sure doesn't me. sound like it. Let me let me work on it for a second. Well, let's get on it. And what I need you to do is the phone pot. There's that button above it. Yeah, I know. It, it's set to, go, it's go set through, to utility. Scroll yeah, through I'm... it for me. Derek, hang on the line for us. Appreciate you. So while Derek Peterson's hearing 17 things in his ear, <laughs> we will uh, ad- adapt and adjust that. So you got uh, the commissioner here, wrote his letter on August 19th that he wouldn't revisit the league's decision to postpone. In uh, the fall of 2020, you've got uh, multiple reports Thursday and Friday indicating the conference indeed pondering playing some ball in 2021, originally reported by the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Uh, 
and that that came out later last night. And, and listen, I think the, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel is pretty close with Barry Alvarez. I don't know that for a fact, but I'm going to go there. You Barry's on so. the competition committee. There's your math on that, and uh, maybe you get this pushed forward. I want to go bigger picture here. And what do you do, and not many folks care, but I'm going to throw it out there. What do you do if you're the Big Ten and you're the chancellors, you're the presidents, you're the ADs, you're the coaches? Clearly we know where the ADs stand. Clearly we know where the coaches stand on the commissioner's decision-making. He was not a, a advocate for the ADs or the, or the coaches. No question. To, to the chancellors and presidents. Is how thin is the ice for Commissioner Warren? And I ask you that because you've had to jack with administrative stuff while not at Nebraska, but just being in the Big 12 and in the Big 10. Yeah, it's, his ice is really thin that he's standing on right now, you know, because you got you got no coach that's behind his decision. You have no AD that's behind his decision. And it's like now all of a sudden all this is coming out, which your presidents basically are not, we're not anticipating. So it's like somebody's got to take the fall so if something was wrong something was not acted upon correctly somebody's got to take the fall for it so man, i don't like his position that he's in you know and your his unwillingness to basically present documents that that they're asking for you know why why is it that difficult to do that if you follow the right protocol and the other thing is like just the backtracking it's like you know when all this came to be, then he made, he, you know, he came out and made a statement that that's the end of discussion. So that's the way that it is. Now all of a sudden, that has changed. It's changing again. It's changing again. So fine if it's changing, but why is it changing? I mean, I don't hear anything that he's basically coming out with statements or saying, this is why we're reinvestigating this. This is why we're looking at this as a possibility now, because what has changed in the time? I, mean, I, I haven't heard him say anything. You got new medical information, and part of the lawsuit says you've got information that's outdated. It doesn't apply to the demographic that you're applying this medical information to, all right, when it comes to the heart ailment and issues. So it's okay. How many times in American history has somebody said, you know what, Shuey, I screwed up. I'm sorry. It's going to be all better. And uh, we'll fix it. People forgive. Exactly. That's what we do, you know. But you have to be willing to step to the plate and, and admit that, you know. But it's like, you just have to step up and say, you know what? We jumped the gun. We made a mistake, you know. We didn't use the right criteria. We didn't have the right information or anything like that, you know. And it's easy for us to overlook that or forgive that and move on. There, but it looks very sinister. Yeah, that's it looks very sinister with this open records. And I get there's like business that you just want private. I, I completely get it. But this, this is, this is a vote. This is a decision. I'm going to bring in Elijah Herbal. Elijah, where are we at? Did we reschedule? I think it's better now. You want to check? Okay, Doctor Petey. Thanks for listening to this segment. How are you? I can hear you now. That is wonderful. We just did that for you. You know it? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, th- thank you. I would have 
hung up a long time ago. What's your take on this situation? Not only Warren and, and the Big Ten potentially backtracking, but, you know, what, uh, what tipped the scales with at least this reconsideration in your opinion? I mean, I, like I, I'm going to be contrarian because I don't think that this would be a, a good move from a, a PR standpoint for the Big Ten. You, you made a decision. You said you talked to your, your medical advisory team and they told you, hey, this is what we have. These are the facts that we have at this point. And you made a decision based off of that. And for now, after weeks and weeks of getting slammed publicly and having parents complain and call for your job, now you're going to reverse course and say, oh, no, we could play. Actually, I made a mistake. Like, I understand the, you know, the whole, oh, I made a mistake. I'm going to own up to it. I'm going to be a man and we're going to do this. But, like, we we turned the Big Ten saying, hey, we're not going to play football during a pandemic into a, a sideshow. It turned into something that, that it shouldn't have been turned into. There's been conspiracy theories running around about Kevin Warren, all kinds of crazy stuff. I just, if they weren't comfortable playing football and the medical, the stuff that they looked at reinforced that idea, like I've seen... I've seen doctors that have gone on Twitter and said, hey, this was a stupid decision. I saw the guy that said, I don't know what a Big Ten is, but they're looking at faulty information. Like, I saw all that stuff. But it's one of those things where you talk to five doctors and you'll get three different versions of what's going on. And, I, you know, if we have football in some capacity, cool. Um, if, if we can find a way to space out two seasons so that players aren't, you know, playing 20-plus games in eight months, cool. Um, but, it, I mean, if you're walking things back now after weeks of getting pummeled, it just looks like you're doing it because people complain. And I don't think that's the way to go, to, to go about it. Derek Peterson's with us, HaleVarsity.com and Magazine. You're right. You look worse. You look weak. You look indecisive. You look somebody that can't handle the job. And guess what? <laughs> it's been a look for a long time in some people's eyes. And the, the, the fact of the matter is they've been called on the carpet here for some documents, some proof, some answers other than, well, this is what we feel and this is what we've decided where the Big Ten piped down. So... Listen, I, I agree with you. It, it, it's beyond a, a sideshow and beyond a circus now. Uh, your respect level's minimal. Uh, best thing you can do is maybe get this thing figured out and go get some respect back on the field because clearly you've lost it with the Power Five. That's how I look at it a little bit. And in all honesty, the only thing that matters right now is making sure that you can play a football season without a player dying. Like I, the the CBS story that Dennis Dodd did months ago, where he had a, um, it was a, a statistical analysis guy or somebody that worked in medicine that did projections, and he said if all of the FBS plays a football season, statistically based off the models that we have now, three to seven players will die. Like that is the only thing that matters right now, and that is why chancellors and presidents made the decision, and not athletic directors and head coaches, and that is why. Bill Moose wasn't in meetings, whether there was a vote or not a vote or whatever. That's why Bill Moose wasn't in that meeting and the chancellor was, because it's not a football decision. It's, and, and it's bigger than the money that's going to get cost for football. I understand people that are upset about it, and I understand all of the financial ramifications here. But 
the goal at the end of the day is to make sure that you have the safest environment for your players. And if they feel safe during football, if they feel safe during the, the procedures that you put into place during football, um, that's one thing. But, you know, the Big Ten has to – there's a liability thing here. I understand that. But the Big Ten, the, the ultimate goal at the end of the day should not be, okay, are we going to look good to our peers over in the SEC? Are they going to think that we're dummies over here running around with our heads cut off? Are the parents going to be mad at us? The ultimate goal at the end of the day should be, are we safe? Are we doing this the right way? And you've got a number of folks that feel that they're safe to play. And you've got 15 different medical folks, to your point. Uh, there's the same medical information that's out there, and it's been uh, interpreted several different ways. So there's no uniform voice with one decision and no iron-fisted uh, dictator ruling college football. So. Well, and the thing, too, is the Pac-12 felt the same way. Like, there are four, there are three other FBS conferences that felt the same way as the Big Ten. It's not like the Big Ten is standing out here on a limb by itself. There are other conferences that did this, too, and, and I don't know. I, I, it's, it's, a, it's a, a multifaceted discussion. Um, it's, there, there's a lot that goes into it, it's, I, and I don't know, but, but I do... Like, I'll stand by what I said in the, in the open. I, if, if you're going to reverse course now, you have to, you have to uh, put a doctor out there, somebody that was on your medical advisory board, and say, like, hey, these are, the, these are the reasons that we decided to change, instead of doing what they've done for the last couple of weeks and just putting out half answers uh, with no context, because that's not going to work, because then people uh, are just going to, like myself, are going to run with the idea that, oh, they just got backed into a corner and peer pressured in the reverse course. Dr. Petey, Derek Peterson with us, HaleVarsity.com and Magazine. Derek, thanks for your patience with this setup, and uh, it was fun to chat with you, bud. We'll do this again next week. You have a good weekend. Thank you. Thanks, man. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back here at Wilderness Ridge, it's Hale Varsity, presented by the Nebraska Lottery Happy Hour. Out here at Wilderness Ridge, four to six. We invite you out. Tell you what, man, uh, Shuey, you are phenomenal. You put up this tent. Yeah, man, it was a lifesaver, by the way. I, I, I have done a lot of shows, and I don't mind cooking. <laughs> Tanned fat is happy fat. <laughs> so, but you put the tent up. You've got construction going on. I, I want folks to know, and we will get into. A.J. Rollins, tremendous talent, Creighton, Creighton Prep. Another tight end for, for Nebraska that's becoming tight end you, right? Sounds like it. I love it. Uh, so, but you guys are launching some amazing things here at Wilderness. We've been coming here for a long time. We got married. We had a reception here. How can you not, man? Back, in, back in 2000, uh, 2003. Yeah. That long ago? But now that oh. you've got some construction work going she may try and put me in a ditch out there. Eh, probably not. Right. Maybe. She might. I don't know. You'll, you'll, I know you'll my rescue, wife would. But. You'll, you'll rescue me. That's right. But <laughs> there's a tan. <laughs> it's Shuey bailing me out. I got to ask you, though. You got so much going on. Lay it out for folks. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We got, you might be able to hear the construction, the bulldozer moving That's some That's the dirt. rest of the Big Ten chasing Commissioner Warren. That's right. Getting ready to bury him over there, but... Uh, we're building our new pro shop and our new academy, so that's under construction. Super exciting. Um, then we're going to build a pool, so we're going to build a 
pretty nice. Uh, the pool. The pool. That'll be good, so, man. How about that? Pool. Not a pond, a pool. A, okay. So, have so, a pool, the, so the pond is out. <laughs> the pool is in. So. And there's not much things better to go play 18. Nothing better. And then just cannonball into the pool like uh on a day like, like sandlot be perfect then get done come up here on the deck have a drink man life is good it is good uh, and it's been fun uh, sneaking out for golf here at wilderness ridge shuey will help your your swing he'll help you out the box he'll help you in front of the uh the the two-foot putt for bragging rights oh yeah you do it all yeah we you even bring people that uh, you're helping out uh, a lid. I love it. A little title to sack. You got to have that. Wait, Chris. It I is good. Can't have too many lids, that's for sure. No. Get some food. Uh, the pride of Lincoln East, Erin, uh, is over there. She is having some nachos. She is making a pit stop before uh, it's Pius East, and it's the uh, battle for A Street. Uh, Motsi will have uh, North Star Lincoln High tonight. So the thing is uh, – you have things going on here at Wilderness. Great food and drink. Happy hour with Hale Varsity here till 6. You've got a uh, pool going in. Uh, you've got a uh, new uh, practice facility. Yeah. Golf Academy practice facility and a pro shop. Then we'll have where the pro shop is now. Mm-hmm. When that moves out, we're gonna turn, that will be turned into a, a member's area. Ah. Grill. Be a, there's going to be a workout facility that goes in there, too. So a lot of lot of changes going on. You're going to walk around asking what, what people can bench? Uh, maybe I'm not. Kidding, kidding. <laughs> what do you bench? What do you bench? So uh, we'll spend a little bit of time with uh, A.J. Rollins uh, and uh, his commitment right now. So this is Nebraska's 17th commitment for 2021. It's the uh, second tight end in his, his many days, right? You get the Fedoni announcement Wednesday. You get A.J. Rollins watching some film of Rollins, and he is just a beast. And he's a kid that he's grown a couple of inches uh, since since his junior season. And now they had a tough one against Westside. A lot of teams are going to have problems against Westside. But uh, with Rollins, he is so fluid, big body, great footwork, gets up to see him on that end line and preps a little different. Uh, just more shotgun, and they've been doing this, but it's not like the prep you and I grew up with, yeah. where it's uh, just smash mouth. Smash mouth, just try to stop me. Murder Sorry, you can't. Yeah. Right, and, and now they're they're flinging it around, and they've had some talent to do so, and Rollins, and the thing that's intriguing here is uh, I like where Nebraska's going, and we talked with Coach McBride about this. You've got tight end position and the outside linebacker position. Those are your two hybrid difference maker matchup makers for your defense and for your offense and Rollins is a kid that Nebraska really liked when they saw him in camp they saw him in camp they like him at linebacker but they started really going after him when they saw him at tight end and uh, with coach Barnett he was telling us and he had uh, some years where they had double tights, Daniel yeah. Graham and and whatnot. And I tell you, man, if, if you get a tight end, you get one that's a game changer, great. If you get two, that's even better. And if you got a one-two punch here with Rollins and Fedoni, and I know there's kids on campus now. Yeah. I mean, pretty excited about that tight end room. Uh, and, and Or you just want to go big with wideouts that are 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. I think in New England where – Brady'd tell Gronk to go split out, and you got some 190-pound corner trying to defend him, yeah. or you you try and size him up, 
and the safety isn't fast enough to keep up with him. So uh, getting a guy like uh, Rollins is it checks uh, several things. One, it's another high-profile lo- local guy that keeps uh, wearing red. It's yeah. not Iowa running in and getting no offense. No offense. It's not uh, the Watts kid going to Notre Dame. And bless their hearts for finding, you know, a program to fit with them. But in all honesty, that's something you're not ever really quite used to other programs invading. Avante Dickerson going up to row the boat land. I mean, all that stuff's something on the minds of Nebraska fans. And no doubt the coaches are concerned about it. But you get a kid like Rollins, and uh, he is versatile enough with his size, his speed. Uh, Coach Yonk was uh, very complimentary about what he's had in this tight end, and now he'll be at the Nebraska part of 2021. Yeah, what's really impressive, though, is that he committed right after their number one target, the arguably one of the best tight ends in the country. So a lot of kids would be scared off of that, mm-hmm. I would think, a little bit. I mean, they just signed the tight end out there, so it's like, why am I going to go compete with him? So obviously they're doing something right to – to get these kids to understand, be committed to, be excited about the program and find that there's a place for them, mm-hmm. that they can really succeed and be, you know, uh, they can be part of a team that's going to be very successful. You know, you see it a lot, man. The number one player, usually your second guy, usually goes someplace else. But he committed right after that. So, you know, that, that to me is the most impressive thing that they're doing because, you know, Rollins is still excited about coming. He wanted to come. So he find he sees himself having a, a place on the team. So that's that's getting those excited those kids excited about wanting to come play football for the Huskers. So it's it's huge and it's in state and it's a position of need and you can also if it's a crowded tight end room, you can look at outside linebacker. And I think this Rollins kid is Pretty open, man. Pretty open to, to whatever is, is best for the team. Coming up on the show, and a reminder, we're here. It's happy hour with Hale Varsity out here at Wilderness Ridge. The deck is shaded. There is cold beer that you can order and have on the deck. Scotty, the bartender, is phenomenal. Uh, I would urge you to try his new whiskey sour concoction and uh, get some nachos, get some wings. Uh, we are throwing a birthday party for the bunny later. Nice. Yeah. Dude, it's Jackie Robinson time for her. Oh, boy. The old 4-2. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty special. It is. It is. So, yeah, man, it's just awesome to be, awesome to be out doing a show. Last it time is. we did a live show, it was state tournament time, and then long time ago. it happened. It. So come see us. We are here at uh, Wilderness Ridge. We are on the deck. We invite you out. You're finishing your round. You're just calling it good for the week of work uh, get out here till six uh bill dolman's coming up uh parker gabriel next hour the infamous clausborn will be joining us it's hail varsity we're presented by the nebraska lottery he's in his 30s but sounds like he was born with a stogie in one hand and a brew in the other now say my name it's schmitty on hail varsity radio i got the body of a taught Pre-teen Swedish boy. Finding down hour one, it's uh, Hale Varsity Roadshow Friday out at Wilderness Ridge. Happy hour going on, and you can be happy in the shade with a cold one. The deck is fantastic. Uh, we are going to talk to the pride of Fairbury, Bill Dolman, coming up, Parker Gabriel. The infamous Clausburn will join us at 540. And uh, big thanks to Derek Peterson and, of course, the, uh, the mustache-wearing Elijah Herbal back at our 
ESPN Studios. Uh, if you're uh, trying to tune into some some ball tonight, uh, our Doug Duda, our buddy out, our affiliate out at Carney Hastings Grand Island, he will have Southeast tonight. Uh, Hooksy is here, and he's got a, a Slim's chicken mask, which is phenomenal. That's pretty good. <laughs> and uh, the Tiger did give Hooksy permission to wear that hat. I like it. Uh, reminder, if you're moving in 2020, there's a lot that's gone wrong in 2020. But uh, check it in with your friends at West Blue Realty. Uh, no wrong choice there. They can make that next move a smooth one for you. And when you mention Hale Varsity, you uh, can get up to $1,000 off the closing of your next home purchase. They specialize in residential home sales in Lincoln and surrounding areas and then give your friend Tom Luby a shout at 402-540-3768 or Kelly Hofschneider. Give Kelly a call at 402-202-2312. It pays to work with West Blue, westblueRealty.com. They are located 1120 K Street, Suite 200. They can also help you move agricultural land. Uh, they've got uh, live auctions, sealed bids, general land listings. They've sold land all over. The great state of Nebraska, Odo Seward, Lancaster, they can help you and handle a large, large radius. WestBlueRealty.com. So, Shuey, uh, one thing you specialize in and Nebraska fans are anxious to see on the football side of things is development. Correct? Correct. Player development. That's, that's, that's a do. fine line of knowing when to hug and knowing when to chew. That is exactly right. Right. Exactly. And, and and you gotta you gotta play both sides of it, man. But always, you've been de- you've been developing uh, golfers for a long time. You're great at it. So well, thank you. You yeah, are. We have a lot of fun out here. We got a great team out here, and we do a well, lot them of divot dogs. Oh yeah, we do a lot of different programs, and uh, we have a lot of fun with it, and get people excited about golf, and wanted to keep at golf and get better at golf, so they keep playing golf. Well, good plan, and, and, and depending on what you know happens here with uh, Nebraska and the Big Ten and fall football, let's pray that this Thanksgiving discussion is uh, going to be October. What I'm telling you is you're going to have lots of fall golf opportunity. Fall golf is the best. Oh, man, you, you man. know what's the best, man? You wake up and you go play 18. It's crisp and beautiful. It's exactly. It's scenic. And then you got the the cooler loaded up for a tailgate. That's exactly right. And you get down for a night kickoff. I mean, it is golf fantastically and, golf perfect. and football on the same day. Man, life doesn't get better than them. It is it is outstanding. Well, we will see what Bill Dolman says about folks in Denver and uh, Boulder. Uh, stay tuned for that. The pride of Fairbury, NBC Sports, is Bill Dolman. Coming up here uh, next hour, uh, Parker Gabriel, Lincoln Journal star. His thoughts on. The happenings today with uh, the Big Ten thinking about reversing course and maybe an earlier start date, November, uh, Turkey Day. And uh, Klausburn is coming up. You can join us, 466-3776-466-3776-800-825-5865. can email chris at hailvarsity.com and make sure you check out uh, uh, Twitter at Schmidt underscore Radio. Hour two is next.
Smitty's a great guy. Welcome but you to don't Hale have a brain. Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hale Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402 466 ESPN or 1 800 825 5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. Back with you, Tower 2, it's Hale Varsity, presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Happy hour with Hale Varsity. Here on the deck out at Wilderness Ridge, we invite you out. Food and drink specials. The beer is cold. The area is shaded. There's a breeze I know, it feels coming awesome. through. Mike Shuart's riding shotgun. We love Shuey. You catch him Wednesdays at 440. Uh, on Hale Varsity, pops in. We talk some golf. We talk some football. We have been uh, spending a lot of time discussing this uh, this November proposal. Proposal may be a bit too formal, but it's been floated. It's been talked about. Does the Big Ten move their schedule up to football on Thanksgiving? Great. You're backing off of January. Let's just go all the way and move it up to October 3rd. If we're going to go Turkey Day. Might as well get 10 games in with a bye and uh, get your conference title game knocked out the uh, day before the college football playoffs announced. Simple enough. That sounds simple enough to me. I think if everyone would listen to the pride of Fairbury, Bill Dolman, uh, he could be the czar of college football. We welcome in Bill Dolman, at Bill Dolman on Twitter. He is... Uh, out in Denver, and uh, Pride of Fairbury, any commercials? Did you shoot any commercials today? And yes, yeah, that's, that's the answer. I think the call must have dropped. You think? All right. Dial him back. We put a shock collar on Mr. Mustache back there. <laughs> so, we are awaiting Bill Goldman. So, I got to ask you this. Have you had the uh, coconut shrimp here? Yeah. Oh, it's it's well worth it. Yeah, the coconut it, shrimp is to die for. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. So the wings, you can't go wrong with okay. anything, man. So Elijah, I got a angry text from the Pride of Fairbury. What was going on was going on again, technically, technically. So. Get him on, if you haven't already. And, uh, again, Velvet Hammer, fix what's ailing things back at the station, please. And uh, let's see if we can't do this uh, when we got Dr. Petey on. Are we good or not? He is not answering me. Uh Uh-oh. Elijah. Hello? Yeah, we got him. Okay. Billy D, how are you? No, I can't hear him. Okay. We're just having some issues with these phones today. Well, yeah, you're going to get yelled at. So, <laughs> I fix there, this. Done that. Text me when it's done. Yep, okay. All right. So, we'll work on Bill Dolman, Parker Gabriel, Clasburn. Loaded up. I know it. We have plenty of football to talk, though. So, if you're going to dive into options on the table for the Big Ten, and you have November there, 
the SEC is going to be rocking Auburn, Alabama, November 21st. You're going to have uh, probably a showdown with Georgia in Auburn. You're going to have Oklahoma and Baylor. You're going to have Texas and TCU. And then you get to the ACC, November 7th is Clemson and Notre Dame. Does it do you any good to, to go November? Yes, it's sooner rather than later. But does it do you any good as a conference to walk back, make an adjustment, look weak, and still not be part of the college football playoff? Exactly. I mean, that's you have to get part of that. I mean, that's what it's all about. I mean, how do you, how do you just go play football for nothing? I mean, you have to be part of what everybody else is playing for, which is the, the grand prize, you know, getting into the playoffs and giving yourself a chance to win the, you know, the national title. And it's like, are you going to just start later than everybody else just to play football, to play football? It's like why all the other conferences are – so it's like you have to figure out a way – it makes the most sense. Why didn't you start earlier? Can you can you talk to them, get them to start maybe later, so you basically now have all of your conferences playing at the same time and being able to somewhat normalize in a season as best that you can. Can you come together as a group of Power 5 leagues despite what happened in the Big Ten jumping in first? saying we're going to call the shots for college football with a conference schedule only. Not a bad idea. Fine with me. But then you then you postpone, not cancel, postpone. Can you go back to the SEC? Can you go back to the ACC? Can you go back to the Big 12 and say, hey, uh, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. We're, we're going to play ball. I don't think you – I mean, you're not going to be able to get everybody on the same page. No. And can you follow their rules if they want to let you back in? You know, it's like, no, nah, this is – we're going to do it like this, 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 this. And I don't think they can do that. They don't want to do that. So it's going to be a – it's going to be an interesting little fight. It will be. Um, so this is probably put your tinfoil hat on for a moment. Do you fear this carrot being dangled by Commissioner Warren? Folks kind of revamp and get ready for Thanksgiving football. And still, the chancellors and presidents shut it down. Anyway, a second time. Which you could see happening very easily. And, and, it, and it could be like more warranted this time versus uh, the, the first time. I think some of it, too, is that you, by starting later than your other conferences, you, if something would happen that they're anticipating happening, uh, we're not going to start. So it gives them some more leverage to say, hey, we're not going to start because, you know, look what happened over in the SEC. You know, you have all all these cases. You got to de- whatever. The, the SEC could have like a, a 99% uh, – <laughs> infection rate, and they're still kicking off. They're still off. playing. You can guarantee that. I think we have Bill Dolman with us. Pride of Fairbury, are you in? Yeah, I'm here to be able to be here for Elijah's last day. Uh, you know what? This has happened to me. You were on remote at Wilderness Ridge back in 20, 2005. I was back at the station. Clearly, I had too much Tito's <laughs> back in 2005, and uh, you put the fear into me. 
there goes the uh, Pride of East. Erin is walking away. She says goodbye. So long and short is I'm pissed now, but I will hug it out with him later, him and his creepy mustache. You tell me, how, how are you, and uh, did you get some moving boxes for Commissioner Warren today? I don't think he's going anywhere, um, but he has clearly taken uh, a, a, a major policy and turned it into uh, a floating raft that nobody knows where it's going to end up. Uh, he's probably bumped into a uh, Scott on the back of the raft. Um, Dolman, we're going to reconnect with you. You are getting electrocuted. Uh, and that's on your end <laughs> this time. Uh, we will, uh, we will wish, get that resolved. Well. Try and reconnect, Elijah. Thank you, sir. Uh, because uh, Billy D is up in that <laughs> Rocky Mountain air. Been up there. I'm surprised. I, we gotta. You know, what we gotta do is we we gotta send a camera crew and, and a big red uh, T-shirt uh, to Billy D, Bill Dolman, the pride of Fairbury, and just have him kind of tour around Boulder. Oh, that'd go over well, wouldn't it? He he would be okay. I think he'd be okay because they don't care about football up there, except when Nebraska's got home and home's going. Exactly. So we'll we'll reconnect with Bill. Elijah, are we okay there? He's redialing. Did he? What's the update? Wow. Any update there, Shuey? We got him. So we have one of our members here playing in one of the senior events. Oh, great, great. Yeah, he just finished up today, so. Good. Well, we'll get a golf update. Bill, I think we got a better connection here. Uh, floor is yours. Commissioner Warren, you said he's not going anywhere, but it's been very dicey. What do you think of November football? Well, Ben, that's Warren. I think he's got a big 12 uh, just floating around in the ocean without any direction other than Larry Scott with the 12 being in the same situation. I think it's a without We got a. Bill, can you move towards the center of the room? <laughs> Or outside? Where, where are you at? Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm outside right now. I just moved outside. Okay. We can hear you now. <laughs> now it's really choppy. Can you try going inside? Wow. Just, just now. Thank you. This, this is like old school in the market. Oh, it's, it is. Yeah. Uh, keep, keep, walk towards your kitchen sink. <laughs> <laughs> The bottom line is I don't think Warren is going anywhere, and I don't think the big thing is going under his leadership. Okay. That he said Warren isn't going anywhere. The big 12's had bad lead. I'm translating. <laughs> Bill, I'm going to try one more. Move towards uh, the area between your couch and uh, your dartboard that has... A picture of Bevo on it. Uh, a thought on on November, and why not just move it to October? Is that something that could be discussed? And uh, I'm all for for lawyers. Uh, did you like the lawsuit? Um, I'll somebody is standing up, and it doesn't surprise me that it is Nebraska. And I think that Nebraska, and if you can hear me, I got gotcha. you. To me. I told you last week, the Nebraska's got a problem with the chance of the bad news. 
uh, right now is 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 Mr. We can't do this. Billy D, we'll we'll try again. I hope. <laughs> I'll try again. Uh, it, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna send him a, like a roll of quarters. <laughs> There's still gotta be a payphone in Denver. Get on a payphone. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, like uh, Goodfellas. That's right. Uh huh. Billy D, I I lost you. I lost you. And we we could not air it. I hate that. Now. Bill's going to put a whooping on me. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> so we'll try and connect with Bill Dolman again uh, next week, I think. Unless, Elijah, you jump in here. We're going to make you Commissioner Warren for a second. Do we, do we give her one more shot or not? Uh, we got about three minutes left in this segment, so we can. I, I'm not sure. I, I've dialed him up four times. We've had that issue all four times, so I don't think that's an issue on our end. Yeah, it's not. You're fine. Personally, yeah. I, 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 was, right, I was about just, to punch a wall, so I'm glad that's not on me. No, you're good. You're <laughs> well, that, it's glass. Don't, don't break your hand. So we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll try and have a successful phone conversation with Parker Gabriel in uh, about seven minutes or so. And we need the phone lines active and, and well taken care of with Clausburn as he will join us uh, at 540. Claus with some thoughts on, uh, on the day in the Big Ten, 466-3776-800-825-5865. Love you, Billy D. Sorry it did not work out. So I want to get into uh, some golf here with you, Shuey. A thought from you on uh, what's going on in Chicago, Olympia Fields. Kind of give us a rundown and what's, uh, what's impressed you so far through the second day. Well, first of all, what a difference a uh, course makes. I mean, last week they're shooting 30 under this week you have maybe five or six guys are even under par i think three under last i looked like three under was leading so venues have a big uh factor in in how guys play you know and this is a big golf course it's it's a tough venue uh, you have to hit really quality shots to be on top of your game if you don't you're making bogeys and Obviously, the course is holding its own because, like I said, I think I think when I looked last, there were only three guys under par or six guys under par. So, you know, when everybody and their brother last week was under par. So it's a testament to the golf course. So And, two, I think a little bit of had to do what happened the week before. It's mm-hmm. like, we're not going to let you guys shoot that far under par. So they set it up a little tougher. We, uh, we're going to go to the phones. Uh, John from Fort Benning is on the line. John, the floor is yours. Go ahead. Welcome into Hale Varsity. Hey, thank you, sir. It's been a pleasure to listen to you for all these years. And uh, I just wanted to call referring to the caller yesterday. Uh, you know, are you being racial, bro? Oh, that was about the most ridiculous thing that I've yeah. ever heard in my life. The real question is in this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the real question is in this situation: is is it politically motivated, and does uh, Commissioner Warren have something against certain, you know, political people in our country? Um, is he making a political statement? Uh, that's the real question in all this, I think. And uh, I, think I just wanted to make that clear. No, John, absolutely. And John, do you serve our country? Yeah, I guess I do. Uh, barely pass Thank you for your through service. Husker. Thank you. I brag. I give it to the Alabama folks. You know, we're number one out here, so go Big Red. John, thanks for your service to our country. Down at Fort Bragg. Appreciate you listening. Colin from Georgia. 
That was really cool. Uh, that's a topic of conversation, uh, is, is the political side of things. And you know how thick things are in this country right now on both sides of the aisle. Man, um, who knows? There's a lot of things within the, the old Big Ten file cabinets that you don't want people to see. No question. And is there correspondence between governors and chancellors? Don't know. Not saying there is. But things have lined up how they've lined up. If you look at who wants football and who doesn't. We'll uh, check in with Parker Gabriel. Hale Varsity continues. And now. And now. Back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back here it is. Uh, happy hour with Hale Varsity. We're here at Wilderness Ridge out on the deck. Uh, a lot of Husker fans are here. Hoping this uh, November thing's all good. We'll see how far it can move. And things are under consideration. Uh, many thanks to... Uh, uh, Derek Peterson earlier, and we tried to get Bill Dolman. The mountains were winning and uh, out in Colorado, so that was uh, hit or miss. We uh, say hi to Parker Gabriel, Lincoln Journal star. Parker, thanks for the time tonight. How are you? I'm doing well, Smitty. How are you? We are sweating it out, but, man, it's fun to be out doing a yeah. show live, Parker. How about that, man? It's a good omen for yeah. football, isn't it? It is. Uh, I, I, I have to admit, I wasn't listening before. Where are you guys? We're out at Wilderness, my man. We are uh, on the deck. Oh, nice. It's fantastic. Excellent. I can see the bar from here. It's awesome. What do you got in the um, pitcher? Uh, just water. <laughs> <laughs> but but I hear the whiskey sour is undefeated. What do you got in your pitcher? <laughs> uh, nothing. In fact, I just fill up a water bottle. I'm about to get in the car and head over to Lewis Central to hear to uh, watch a tight end you might have heard of play football. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Yeah, Thomas Fedoni's big time. We'll start with recruiting. Your your reaction to to Fedoni's commitment and his use in the offense, and then piggyback on that with the Rollins commitment. Do you think Rollins stays at tight end, or do you think he's maybe an outside linebacker peak? Yeah, I do. I think he stays at tight end. The thing that I said about, you know, Thomas Fedoni committing on Wednesday, and you'll find no shortage of, you know, analysis on that. Obviously, it was a big one and one people have wondered about for a long time. And the thing that, that I've said and that I believe is that, you know, I think uh, there's a lot of ways that you could frame that as, you know, Nebraska was in strong position for a long time. He grew up a Nebraska fan. His family's all Nebraska fans. He wasn't able to take visits to other schools because of the pandemic. And I just don't think you should chalk all of that up and say, oh, well, this was going to happen. Because it didn't have to go this way, right? I mean, I think Nebraska, even though there were, sure, there were some things working in Nebraska's favor, but they did a, a great job of recruiting them. And, and obviously it's one of the, you know, you could count on one hand um, the sort of, you know, profile uh, commits that, that match that um, in the Frost era. You know, Turner Corcoran and, and Wondell Robinson and Adrian Martinez, maybe Omar Manning, it's that – you know, it's in that category. I don't know how I would rank those, but that, that's the sort of realm you're talking about. And then I think that A.J. Rollins is a nice pair um, in the class with him. You know, Rollins doesn't – I'm not saying that he'll always just be a blocking tight end, but I saw him last night play at West Side, and they didn't – West uh, Creighton Prep didn't have much going in the passing game. But um, he's a physical kid blocking, and he's gotten bigger, and he wants to be good at it. And so I think when you think about Fedoni as more of a receiving threat first – 
Um, those two guys, they, they pair well to make a really nice uh, recruiting class in 2021 for Nebraska. Parker, Parker Gabriel's with us, Hale Varsity uh, Radio here at Wilderness Ridge. Uh, happy hour with Hale Varsity. Come see us here till 6. And even if you miss us uh, live, stay for dinner. The wings look incredible. The coconut shrimp is undefeated. And uh, we are excited to be out uh, doing a show. And uh, Parker's joining us here. You know, that, that tight end uh, spot, I mean, Coach Frost did really wonderful things with the tight end at Oregon with his influence. Uh, you look at the, the, the gash plays the tight end had uh, when he was at Central Florida, Parker. And then I, I look at the Ohio State game of 2018. Uh, maybe not a lot of catches, but, man, we're talking uh, yards per catch, just gashing of an Ohio State defense, and a lot of that came from the tight end. There's some some tricks up the old offensive sleeve, isn't there, Parker? Once Nebraska gets or continues to develop some of that elite elite talent at tight end, I mean, it could be kind of game changing, couldn't it, for this offense? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's just another it's another element um, that you have offensively uh, when you have a tight end or a group of tight ends that's going good. And you know, I think if you see in the NFL now, like there's there's hardly an offensive piece that's more valuable um, than a tight end that can do everything now. You know, does Nebraska have a guy like that? Obviously, not the caliber right now of, um, you know, a George Kittle or 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 whatever. But um, a players like that who can block and who can get out and and run and 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 be a matchup problem and make big plays and make consistent plays. I mean, that's obviously uh, invaluable. And so they they were really good at UCF too with Jordan Akins in 2017. Um, Sean Beckton's tight end group in, in 2017, their last year at Central Florida, had more than 800 yards receiving. And so, um, you know, if you're, if you're approaching those kind of numbers, um, you're, you're a couple things. One, you're obviously getting good production from your tight ends, and probably um, you're getting good production across the board offensively. So um, that's obviously, you know, that's obviously a big part of the of the pitch to guys like Thomas Fedoni is, is what they've done uh, with athletic tight ends in the past. And, you know, he said as much, uh, he said, um, you know, Sean Beckton's worked with a lot of good ones and I'm, I'm the next one. So that's obviously uh, exciting. Uh, if you're a Nebraska, you know, uh, coach or fan. Parker, Mike Schuhart here. We're now that they have their tight end, what direction do they go now? Um, what, what is another position of need that that they're kind of pinpointing on yeah that's a great question so for the 2021 class the last remaining position group that is without a verbal commitment uh is on the defensive line so um that that'll obviously be a big focus Uh, i think it's possible they'll uh, add one or maybe two more players on the offensive side it might just sort of be a best available type situation there um, I don't think you can take your eyes off a couple of in-state guys uh, with James Carney at Norris and, and Cole Payton at, at Westside, who plays quarterback but could play a lot of different positions uh, in college if he wanted to. Um, both those guys are committed to other schools right now, obviously. Uh, Payton's at North Dakota State or committed to North Dakota State, and, and Carney is committed to uh, Miami of Ohio. But, um, so those are two guys to keep an eye on in the area. And then other than that, I think you're looking for – uh, defensive linemen and, and linebackers primarily will be the focus on the other side of the ball. Parker Gabriel's with us, Lincoln Journal Star, talking some Nebraska football, Hale Varsity Roadshow Friday out at Wilderness Ridge. So, Parker, a, a thought. You did a great job of keeping folks up to speed with uh, the 
the uh, hearing with uh, the the Husker Eight and the Big Ten Council. What was your takeaway yesterday, and what do you think today about uh, the commissioner maybe backtracking a bit here for Thanksgiving football? Is that something that's, uh, I guess, I'm not asking you to give me odds, but just are you surprised that there's been this change in narrative? Uh, I'm not really surprised. I mean, I think that the, I think it's important to note that the conversation about um, you know, Thanksgiving and all of that today, that seemed to stem from the coaches uh, and maybe the athletic directors more than from the president's council um, or the commissioner's office. I mean, now, you know, perhaps um, perhaps it's something that the, the president's council or, or Kevin Warren are aware of, but maybe not. Uh, and so I think it'll be interesting to see sort of how that decision, um, you know, comes into shape. I know Bill Moose, who's on the subcommittee that's looking into scheduling models uh, told uh, Steve Sipple and I last week when we were in his office that, you know, he, he thinks a decision on what a modified football season looks like won't come until well into September. Obviously, that could change. Things change by the hour these days. And so um, that, I wouldn't take that as the absolute, um, you know, gospel. But that, that was where they were at a few days ago. Um, and then in terms of the suit, you know, I think – Probably the most realistic outcome is, is um, you know, perhaps the Big Ten could, um, you know, release some data, either uh, what the, the vote was um, and the decision to postpone or perhaps some other um, supporting documents. Um, but even that, I mean, you know, you got a taste of it on, on Friday. Um, even a trial or a, a, a legal... Uh, situation that that they want to be resolved quickly. I mean, you had a procedural hearing that resulted in another uh, hearing on probably Tuesday to address the topic that came up Friday. So, I mean, it's not, you know, nothing moves fast and and even fast moving in this regard, you know, relative to the court system um, is probably slow moving in terms of, of the calendar here, you know, coming up on turn to September. Parker, the, you're right. I mean, the, the court system has its own miles per hour. I totally get that. But yeah. it, it, does the Big Ten with, I mean, there's just mountains of, of issues within the conference between petitions, between outcry, between outrage, between uh, now getting sued. Uh, it, it looks like they're teetering, but I like what you said as far as, okay, where's this info coming from? Is it from the commissioner's office necessarily about November? But uh, the competition committee, the folks that comprise that, uh, I know the, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel uh, had that, and they were kind of out there with that from, from last night. But, you know, do you see anything happening here? you got about a minute where all the conferences can kind of reconfigure and regroup, or is, are those days long past since the, jump, since the Big Ten jumped out in front of this so soon to kind of be the first with a lot of things? Do you think the, the Power Five can get back together at all, or does it matter? Yeah, I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised, and it matters. You know, it matters if the leagues are playing on, on different schedules. Um, I guess I'd be surprised if they all put their heads together now it wouldn't be entirely impossible for their timelines to converge. I mean, we were talking, 
you know, before today, we were talking about some of those leaks starting in early to mid-September, SEC September 26th, and then the Big Ten, you know, maybe in January. So if those, um, if it became October and November, um, maybe now you rearrange how you look at a playoff or, you know, a Heisman Trophy or whatever. Um, but to me, I mean, it were, that would be thinking along those lines right at the moment, I think would still qualify as putting the cart pretty far in front of the horse. So I think they're on different planes for right now, and, and we'll see if they converge it all over the next couple of weeks. Parker, great stuff this week. Thanks for jumping on with us here, and uh, we'll run you down soon. Have a good weekend, and uh, stay healthy and safe, all right? Appreciate your time. All right, same, same to you guys. Thanks. All right. Parker Gabriel with us, Hale Varsity. We are at Wilderness Ridge, and uh, good stuff from Parker. So that's his take on, on a lot of different things. Be patient. Pause. Uh, I'm super optimistic, honestly, about uh, Turkey Day football. That'd be great. Uh, Clausburn. He's mysterious, make-believe. He wears red. He is joining us next. His thoughts on the week in the Big Ten. Tail Varsity were presented by the Nebraska Lottery. And we're back. Fellas, I think we could listen to the radio. On Hail Varsity Radio, presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Yes! That's awesome! Back here at Tail Varsity, presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Chris Schmidt, Mike Schuhart. We're here at Wilderness Ridge, and it's Happy hour with Hale Varsity. Just kind of an annual deal. We're out here on the deck. It's awesome to, to be out and feels good to do so. The deck is phenomenal. Come see us at Wilderness. We're here till 6. Stay for live music. You know what's awesome? My, my broadcasting professor, Jerry Renault, Uncle Jerry, is nice. here. He is the best man. It's good to see him. And he still talks to me. One for the band? One for the band. Okay, one more time. Swing Fever. The band, Swing Fever, playing tonight at Wilderness Ridge. Come on out. There we go. Man, you can't beat that. There we go. It's uh, Uncle Jerry. I love it. Okay, uh, the infamous. So we have a speaker issue, apparently. It's been that kind of Friday. It's like I started in, and I've been I know it. drinking water all day. <laughs> Promise. So we have a speaker set up around so folks can hear the show, and it's a packed uh, deck, and I love this. We uh, say hi to our friend, the infamous, the imaginary, who wears red. Clausburn is with us on Hale Varsity. Claus, how are you? Uh, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm really interested uh, in this band. Is this a swing band? Is this like Benny Goodman, uh, uh, Glenn Miller type of music, or is it that hip-hop hogwash they're always playing uh, that get letters to the editor? You know, that's a good question. I thought you were going to go a different route with swing and, and Motley Crue, but there we go. Claus, well, it's been a busy to day. Carl, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I got to ask you, Claus. You, you've had a, a lot to say uh, about the Big Ten. There's our, our hopes. This is Lucy holding the football for Charlie Brown. It feels like. I, I hope this time Chuck kicks it and it goes between the uprights. <laughs> How are you doing with uh, maybe the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, or even Saturday uh, football? That's something that's been talked about today. 
Well, certainly I'm excited about any opportunity to play football, first of all. I think uh, if you can play in Thanksgiving, there's probably no reason you couldn't play at Halloween. You probably couldn't play uh, the first week of October. I'm not sure what's really going to change between now and then. Uh, You know, there's all kinds of things you're hearing. Uh, If we do play on Thanksgiving weekend, that's probably good. A lot of people sitting around watching football. I've also heard New Year's Day is a possibility, which is probably good. A lot of folks sitting around watching football. Uh, But I think ultimately we need to make sure that if we can't play in any bowl games by playing this late, we need to have a bowl uh, for just the Big Ten and the Pac-12 teams. And uh, we can call it uh, the Clown Bowl uh, in honor of the Big Ten leadership that's led us to this point. So I think that'd be a nice gesture. Clausburn is with us on Hale Varsity Radio, the Clown Bowl, okay? Uh, it, it has been interesting. And, Claus, you've had to deal with uh, the athletic types. You've had to deal with the academic types. Is that a challenge? Well, as, as you know, Christopher, I'm both. Uh, I, I, uh, the doctor, uh, learned doctor. Uh, and, and, of course, a football coach. And, and I'll be honest, I, I understand where the, the, the educational people are coming from. They're coming from a place, I think, quite honestly, of concern and, and caution. And uh, you hear a lot about uh, folks saying, well, we don't uh, really know what the long-term effects are. And uh, a lot of folks pointed to a, a myocarditis uh, study. But I think what, what we're forgetting here is a lot of the, a lot of the players uh, who had problems uh, with heart already all transferred to Oregon State. So I think we're probably going to be fine. <laughs> wow. Clausburn is with us on Hale Varsity Radio. Man, Claus, uh, not, uh, not leaving any punches to be pulled there. So that's, that's a good observation, Claus. Uh, as we look at the Big Ten, and did you ever think you'd be on the same page? And, and cheering for Iowa and Ohio State? That seems to be the three teams that, that want to play ball this fall. Well, let, let me just be honest, a little look into my personal life. No, I never did. And also, I've been taking roughly seven or eight showers a day every time I find myself agreeing uh, with anything that Urban Meyer has ever said. I don't think uh, the scene from Ace Ventura's Pet Detective, the documentary about uh, the Miami Dolphins of the 90s that I watched, there's a scene in there that I've frankly been reenacting uh, every time I hear something come out of Kirk Ferentz's mouth. And so uh, it's certainly made for some strange bedfellows. I think ultimately uh, what we all want is to see our teams competing. Uh, against each other with a chance uh, to compete against uh, the best teams in the country. Uh, but right now all we've got is Central Arkansas versus Austin P. So <laughs> I guess beggars can't be choosers. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel, Clausburn. Just so you know. Claus, uh, real quick. Spoiler alert. Thank you for ruining <laughs> the end of it. <laughs> Uh, I want to wonder what you're doing this weekend, and just ballpark it for me, and we'll run you down soon. Are you really expecting football to kick off? Are you confident in the SEC? Are you confident in the Big 12? Are you confident in the ACC? Or do you just want the Big 12 to be suspended indefinitely? 
I haven't had an opportunity to talk to anybody at the University of Texas, but we know they control what goes on in the Big 12. So uh, unless we can patch in Austin, I really don't have any answers for you on that. But I think if you tell any old boy from Alabama he's not getting football this year, uh, we haven't seen any protests compared to that yet. Wow. Claus, you stay healthy, you stay safe, and keep crushing those weights, all right? Okay. There he goes. That is Clausburn, the infamous, the imaginary Clausburn. He's a beauty. That was pretty kind. hilarious about Hart and Oregon State. <laughs> that did come out of left field. It's like, whoa. Shuey, we are quickly ending uh, the happy hour with Hale Varsity. I love doing this. We've been out uh, the last several years, the second to last, or the last August and last Friday in August to to kind of kick off a football season. We've got a little bit of hope that that maybe things get pushed up. Have you found a team to to kind of zoom in on and and be interested in that isn't Nebraska, if if that's what has to become uh, your football season in college? Oh, man, I don't know. That's going to be a hard one if they're not playing and trying to root for or just even watch SEC ACC, I don't know. I, I kind of like Dabo and Clemson. Yeah, but you, I don't know. I'm an underdog guy. I like well, no, I'm, I'm not saying I'm buying orange gear. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think, I mean, just, you know, Dabo, the way he got the gig, the ladder he's climbed, yeah, and the success he's had. And he's keeping his, his assistant staff together like somebody yeah. we used to root for. Tennessee's a school. Yeah. That's, I mean, you... you least you hear a lot of the recruiting hype and they kill they finally got a a saban guy to coach and stay there they got some pretty good guys coming in so they do they're they're crushing it we'll wind down a friday edition roadshow friday it's hail varsity we're here at wilderness ridge we're presented by the nebraska lottery miss us come here brother give me a hug bring it in for the real thing we're on call for you catch the podcast at hailvarsity.com the espn lincoln app or download them on itunes saddle up partner back to hail varsity radio one final time happy hour with hail varsity at wilderness ridge uh we're winding down we wrap the show at six you can still get out here it's going to cool down the deck is awesome just amazing some nebraska fans uh, some partners out here and we appreciate you for coming out mike shuhart uh, wilderness ridge golf we talk to shuey on wednesdays and we love catching up with shuey out here when we do our live shows at wilderness shuey you've been a trooper for hanging out and putting up with me for two hours brother i can't can't thank you enough it's been great to talk ball love it man went fast flies by two hours went by like check is in the mail (laughs) (laughs) what to remind you about uh, drinking and driving or one out of three fatal crashes involves an impaired driver drunk buzzed or high driving never acceptable law enforcement officers working around the clock to stop with sobriety checkpoints and saturation patrols as a driver make a correct choice a non-alcoholic drink or that pre-selected designated driver be smart start the conversation who's driving home brought to you by the nebraska department of highway safety office shuey what do you uh, got rocking this weekend uh just some golf is supposed to cool down a little bit it sounds like so that means we'll be a 
and it's a weekend, so the tea Full sheet, boat, brother. That's right. The tee sheet will be packed. People will be playing, be giving some lessons. Yeah. Life is good. It is great. And uh, get some food, get some drink, and get the uh, swing on out at Wilderness. And, and Shuey, uh, you know what? Just uh, if folks didn't catch uh, in the first hour, the, the, the plans, my man, for, for Wilderness here, because there's some construction going on. It will not affect your golf, I promise you. No, but, man, the, uh, the big picture is really cool here. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. We're all really excited about what's coming. And like we talked about earlier, they're starting to move dirt. So uh, we started the first phase of our project where we're building a new pro shop uh, and a new golf academy. Uh, that will be the first. Then we'll transition into a pool. So... Uh, the pool will be done, and then transitioning from our old pro shop into a members area and uh, kind of a workout facility. So everything is going to transition by next year, hopefully, sometime next year. will be a private club. So Can I get a swim-up bar? There's one in there. Ooh, swim-up bar. And a lazy river. A lazy river. Right to the swim-up bar. It's like, is, you can't go wrong with both of those. Uh, Bert emails in Chris at HaleVarsity.com. Uh, suggestions, advice, how to win a four-man scramble. Huh. And the better drink and what to pace yourself on for this four-man scramble. So, Well, you got to get a partner that can hit it. Uh. <laughs> and you better get a clean-up putter. So then you're so good. get a good putter and somebody that can swing it. Yeah, that's right. So that rules me out as as a partner. So then you just get to sit in the cart and drink some beer. That that, that works well. <laughs> that works well. Hey, Shui, you are awesome, brother. Thank I appreciate you, you greatly. Me. Enjoy it. Thanks, Thanks for, for the tent. Out. Thanks for the hat. Thanks for the insight. Thanks for talking ball. As uh, another uh, ex- just a great time. Happy hour with Hale Varsity. We'll do this again. That's the hope this fall, and it was so good to get out. We love being here at Wilderness Ridge. We want you out here sometime. Enjoy the, uh, the deck, enjoy the golf, and enjoy the camaraderie and amazing food and service. Elijah, take care. We'll talk Monday, weekend edition, tomorrow morning. Cranach and I back at it at 7 a.m. And uh, plenty to recap with the week. Thanks to Derek Peterson, Parker Gabriel, Bill Dolman, and Claus Byrne. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 7 on Hale Varsity, presented by the Nebraska Lottery.